Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark and thank you for joining us today. Welcome if it's your first time. We are dedicated to exploring the highways and byways of jazz recorded history. And today we're going to be listening to some recordings by a unique character. And unique is an overused term, but not in this case. Uh, this is a fellow named Leo Watson, who was known as a scat singer. Uh, he was a multi-instrumentalist, although I don't think he was particularly good on any instrument, uh, but he was really renowned for his abilities uh, scat singing and also singing in a more standard style as well. He was born in 1898 in Kansas City. He was an African-American musician. Don't know much about his early life or what influenced him or where he came from in terms of his musical abilities, uh, but by the early 1930s, he was in New York City. He may have gone to Philadelphia first. He recorded a little bit with uh, uh, the Washboard Rhythm Kings and some of those groups that uh, used to come to uh, New Jersey, Trenton, New Jersey, and into New York to make recordings from time to time, and uh, he made his first a splash, I guess you'd have to say, with a little group called the Spirits of Rhythm. And we're going to be doing a podcast, I hope, on the Spirits of Rhythm uh, in the future. They were a, a fun little group that uh, was kind of a string group. They uh, had guitars and basses and something called a tipple. And that's what uh, Leo Watson and uh, one or two other players played. It was basically a very small, almost a soprano guitar or a, or a high-pitched ukulele even. A very interesting sound. And they created some interesting jazz with that. Teddy Bunn, the great guitar player, was in that group as well. We're not going to be listening to those recordings today. We are, however, going to be hearing uh, some of the things that Leo Watson did, both as a sideman and as a leader in the 1930s and into the 40s as well. He was well regarded by other musicians. Uh, they prized his, his originality, I guess, more than anything else. Uh, he had uh, associations with a number of different bands. He was even an early member of the John Kirby group that became the John Kirby Sextet. I believe he played drums and occasionally trombone for them, although he never recorded uh, with them in their uh, classic lineup. We're going to start with two tunes that uh, he recorded uh, with the Artie Shaw Band, the very early version of the Artie Shaw Band. Uh, discographies list about five tunes that he sang on. Uh, there are really only three. One of them, Whistle While You Work, was by ten Tony Pastor, the tenor sax player and vocalist with the Shaw Band, although maybe Leo Watson whistled on it, I don't know. And then some sources say he sang on Fee Five Fo Fum, which was a, uh, a nursery rhyme tune, and uh, there's no vocal on my copy of that, so I don't know where that came from. We're going to hear two tunes now. We're going to hear Shoot the Liquor to Me, John Boy, and I've a Strange New Rhythm in My Heart, both of which feature Leo Watson's vocal, but the first one showing off his uh, unique scat singing abilities. And these were done by the Artie Shaw Orchestra. Actually, it was called Artie Shaw and His New Music at the time. And uh, these were both recorded on September 17th of 1937 for Brunswick. This was before he switched over uh, about nine, ten months later to the Bluebird Victor label and started making his strings of hits beginning with Begin the Begin. But this is in the uh, getting it together phase when this band was really a first-class jazz organization. In this group, we're going to hear John Best uh, take any trumpet solos. I don't think there are any on these two, but uh, we'll hear him regardless, along with Malcolm Crane and Tom DiCarlo in the trumpet section, Harry Rogers and George Aris on trombone, Artie Shaw playing clarinet, Les Robinson and Art Masters on alto saxes, Tony Pastor and Fred Petrie on, actually, uh, Jules Robin on tenor saxes. Um, Tony Pastor took the, uh, took the tenor solos, we will hear. Actually, Harry Freeman, uh, an interesting player, who's known as Hank Freeman, who was a good clarinet player as well. He played alto instead of masters on this particular session. In the rhythm section, we have Les Burness on piano, Al Avola on guitar, Ben Ginsberg on bass, and Cliff Lehman on drums. So we'll hear those two tunes featuring the talents of Leo Watson. After that, we're going to jump over to kind of a curiosity. Uh, this is uh, one of the savory recordings, so-called, recorded off the air, off the radio waves by Bill Savory. Uh, and these came out on Mosaic about eight or nine CDs a few years ago. Very, very good collection. This was a make-believe ballroom broadcast hosted by Martin Block on WNEW. It was recorded or broadcast on January 11th, 1939. It was simply called the Jack Teagarden Jam Session. And we're going to hear Jeepers Creepers, the Johnny Mercer tune, which will feature three consecutive vocals, one by the composer, Johnny Mercer, one by 
Jack Teagarden, and one by Leo Watson. Uh, we'll also hear Charlie Shavers on trumpet, Teagarden himself on trombone. Uh, Bill Miller is on piano, Teddy Bunn on guitar, Johnny Williams on bass, and if we believe the notes, Leo Watson playing drums as well as singing. So that'll be an interesting little uh, uh, curiosity. Following that, we're going to hear two tunes that uh, were recorded under Leo Watson's name. We're going to hear The Man with the Mandolin and Jada. Both were recorded for Decca on August 22nd of 1939, Leo Watson and his orchestra. And in this band, as far as we know anyway, Johnny McGee and Ralph Mazzillo on trumpet. I think it was uh, Ralph Mazzillo taking the solo on here. Paul Rickey on clarinet and tenor sax, playing both, uh, solos on both. Gene DePaul on piano, Frank Victor on guitar, Haig Stevens on bass, and O'Neill Spencer on drums. All backing uh, Leo Watson. This is his only recording in the 30s under his own name. So we'll hear those two, and after the break, we'll hear the other two from that session as well. So those are our tunes right now. Leo Watson featured with the Artie Shaw New Music. Uh, I've got a strange new rhythm in my heart, uh, actually preceded by Shoot the Liquor to Be John Boy, starting with that, then a strange new rhythm in my heart, then the Jack Teagarden Jam Session on Jeepers Creepers, and then Leo Watson and his orchestra, The Man with the Mandolin and Jada.
Mama throw a nickel and the man a pick a little tune we love. Oh, Billy um bum bum, the Billy um bum. Open your heart, let the music in. Billy um bum bum, the Billy um bum. Here comes the man with the mandolin. The man with the mandolin. When the music comes in. That's a funny little bit of melody. It's so soothing and appealing to me. It goes jada, 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 jing, jing, jing. Jado, jado.
the talents of Leo Watson, a very flexible vocalist, uh, one of the few from that period who was really dedicated to scat singing. Of course, Louis Armstrong was probably the first well-known singer to deal in uh, syllables like that and make his voice sound like an instrument. Later on, had a little bit of that with Billie Holiday, certainly a lot with Ella Fitzgerald, Fats Waller even a little bit, but most especially Leo Watson. He really uh, became a specialist in that style of singing. And we heard him start out with Artie Shaw and his new music from September of 1938. We heard uh, Shoot the Liquor to Me, John Boy, and that was an interesting uh, sort of head arrangement tune. You can hear them play that in a, uh, a Vitaphone soundie without Leo Watson, unfortunately, but uh, some good solos in there by, of course, Artie Shaw, uh, drummer Cliff Lehman, and Tony Pastor on tenor sax. Then we heard I've Got a Strange New Rhythm in My Heart, also with Tony Pastor and Artie Shaw featured. Then we went to that Jack Teagarden jam session recorded in 1939 off the uh, WNEW make-believe ballroom time, featuring Leo Watson uh, after Jack Teagarden and then before him the composer Johnny Mercer, all singing a full chorus on Jeepers Creepers, and I uh, got a good sense of that. Apparently Leo Watson played drums in that band and stepped out from the drums to go do his vocal. We also heard Charlie Shavers on trumpet. Uh, Leo Watt, uh, rather, Jack Teagarden on trombone. Heard a little bit of tenor sax in the out chorus there, which was Kenneth Holland, who was a, an African-American player, later played with Louis Jordan and Frankie Newton and Billy Holiday. Bill Miller had a good piano solo on there. He was a, uh, an accompanist to Frank Sinatra later in life. Teddy Bunn on guitar and Johnny Williams on bass. Then we heard those two tunes that were uh, fronted by Leo Watson himself. Leo Watson and his orchestra recording for Decca in August of 1939. An unusual group there. It sounds like there are two trumpets, and they're listed here are Johnny McGee and Ralph Mazzillo. Could be either one of them playing the trumpet solo. Paul Rickey playing clarinet and tenor sax playing the clarinet solos. We've done a podcast on him in the past, and a very fine player. Gene DePaul on piano, Frank Victor on guitar, Haig Stevens on bass, and O'Neill Spencer on drums with Leo Watson singing. And we heard The Man with the Mandolin, which he sang fairly straight and then went into a scat vocal imitating the sound of a mandolin, which was quite interesting. And then the old standby Jada, where he introduced a lot of different vocal uh, interjections and lyrics from other songs and things like that. He did that quite a lot, and we'll hear him doing that more as the show progresses. I sort of think of him as the Robin Williams of scat singing. He had a stream of consciousness that was really extraordinary, and he could do these things on an instant. I'm sure if he did it again or did an alternate take of this, it would have been completely different. So we're going to go on the next set and play... Uh, the other two tunes from that Leo Watson and his orchestra session, we're going to hear At, uh, Zat, or excuse me, At Daze, the Taylor song, kind of a, uh, an Eastern European uh, Jewish feel to this, almost klezmerish in some ways. And we're going to finish up with, uh, ironically, It's the Tune That Counts, both of those by Leo Watson and his orchestra. Then we're going to go over and hear uh, the four tunes that he recorded with Gene Krupa and his orchestra. Watson was featured with the uh, Krupp Orchestra, I believe, on stage. I don't think he ever appeared with the Shaw Band, but he was kind of a showman. He would get up and sing and do these wild scat vocals while he was imitating different instruments and things like that. And I believe he did appear on live dates with Krupa, which was an early example of a mixed band, because, of course, Watson was an African-American and Krupa's band was white, and that was not usual in 1938, which is when we're talking about here. We're going to start out with uh, a tune from the 1920s called Nagasaki. That's from July 19th of 1938. Then we're going to go to uh, another song, Tutti Frutti, uh, kind of an interesting little uh, uh, thing from August of 1938. Following that, we will go on to Jeepers Creepers, yet another version of Jeepers Creepers, clearly a favorite here. And uh, that's one that uh, was recorded in November of 1938. And following that, Do You Want to Jump Children, a uh, pop song that we think of uh, from the Count Basie recording featuring Jimmy Rushing. And uh, that one will be uh, taken from December 12th of 1938. All of these done for Brunswick. 
And the band, for the most part in here, is uh, uh, Nick Prospero, uh, Tom Gonsolin, and uh, Charles Frankhauser on trumpets. We're going to have Toby Tyler, Bruce Squires, and Charles McCamish on trombones. Dalton Risotto comes in on the last few. On the alto saxophones, we have Bob Snyder and Muscagny Rufo. Uh, on tenors, we have Sam Donahue, who takes the solos, and Sam Musiker, who did the clarinet solos as well as playing tenor. Milt Raskin on piano, Ray Biondi on guitar, Horace Rollins on bass, and of course the leader, Gene Krupa, on drums. And so those will be our four tunes from Gene Krupa. So we're going to start out again with the two tunes by Leo Watson and his orchestra, Ut Daze, the Taylor song, and it's the tune that counts, followed by four by Gene Krupa and his orchestra. Nagasaki, Tutti Frutti, Jeepers Creepers, and Do You Want to Jump, Children. What does he sings the tailor as he fashions pretty clothes? What does he sings the tailor as he sews and sews and sews? He is busy as a bee, making lovely finery. Things my baby loves to wear when I take her to the fair. What does he sings the tailor? All it means is that's the way. When I buy the things he made her, says the tailor, what does he? My mother used to sing to me a haunting little melody. Nobody knows where it came from or when it was composed. Now that I'm a citizen, the song come back to me again. Since it tells my story, I'll sing the way it goes. Hurdle, hurdle, say. Bye, people, come out to the outside. Hurdle, hurdle, say. Thanks to he is busy as a bee making lovely A bit of swing, make it sweet, or make it bounce till the hoy 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 is the tune that counts. Sing anything that you enjoy. A ring tangy, a ho ho ho, and make it sweet, or make it bounce till the hoy 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 is the tune that counts. Some folks say this kind of singing is sappy. They might be right in a way, but any kind of music makes me happy. Well, it's okay to a hoy, to a hoy, to a hoy. So forget the lyrics when you sing. Ragasaki or anything, make it sweet or make it bounce till the hoy 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 is the tune that counts. A bunch of quiz, the booty good land that will side. But it does, the beep bump bump and all Make it sweet or make it bounce till the hoi 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 is the tune that counts. Make it sweet or make it bounce till the hoi 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 is the 
Jabrok Jean. Jabrok Jean. So we started out with the last two tunes from the Leo Watson-led session uh, for Decca, the Taylor song, Atta Zay, um, giving him some, some good uh, feed for his scat singing, as well as some good melodic singing, too. Even more so on the next tune, it's the tune that counts. Both of those uh, recorded with the same band, two trumpets, and a tenor sax clarinet player Paul, played by Paul Rickey, and he gets solos on both of those instruments. So good playing there. I don't know who did the arrangements. That would be an interesting thing to find out, I suppose. Then we went into those four tunes that uh, featured Leo Watson with the Gene Krupa Orchestra. His first, uh, the first edition of the Gene Krupa Orchestra, I guess you have to say, uh, not too long after he left Benny Goodman's band, and it had uh, settled down into a very stable personnel, a very good band. We're going to probably be doing a podcast on that group and the immediate uh, successor to that group coming up pretty soon. So we started out, of course, with Nagasaki, and that featured uh, some very fine trombone work by Bruce Squires, not a well-known player, but uh, did some noble work on there, and that was from, as I said, 1938, July 19th. Then we went on to Tutti Fruity, Jeepers Creepers, and Do You Want to Jump Children, all of which featured uh, actual words in addition to the scat singing, so Leo Watson uh, could hold a stage and do a good job as a... Uh, can't call him really straight singer. He never sang anything exactly the way it was written, but at least presenting the melody in relatively recognizable form. And those all featured the tenor sax of Sam Donahue, very young at that point, uh, who was also doing some arranging for the Krupa band. And the last one, Do You Want to Jump Children, had a brief eight bars of clarinet by Sam Musiker, who was a very good clarinet player who'd come out of the klezmer tradition. In fact, he put together a, an excellent klezmer recording called Tanz uh, in the 1950s that featured him and his brother uh, and their father-in-law, or uh, Sam's father-in-law, Dave Tarras, the legendary klezmer clarinet player. So you can hear a little bit of that influence here, but he was really a very good swing player as well. So we're going to go on now and hear four tunes that were done a little bit later than uh, the uh, sessions we've been hearing so far. These come from 1946, April 7th of 1946, done in Los Angeles for the Signature label. Uh, Watson had been on the West Coast. He had recorded quite a bit with the Spirits of Rhythm out there, but also with uh, the Slim Gayard group, uh, who was an equally crazy fellow. Uh, but he didn't really sing too much in terms of solo on there. He did uh, the vocal group things. It was a trio, uh, Slim Gayard on guitar, Bam Brown on bass, and Leo Watson on drums. And they did three-part vocals, and they did some intertwining uh, scat and things like that. And uh, we may put a couple of those on the Spirits of Rhythm uh, podcast coming up, but um, at any rate, it got Leo Watson out on the West Coast, and here he made this recording for Sig Signature Records with Vic Dickinson, a fine trombone player who was very original in his own way. It's called the Vic Dickinson Quintet, featuring Leo Watson, and what we have is Vic Dickinson on trombone, uh, the so-called Jelly Roll Lipschitz on piano, who was indeed Leonard Feather, I guess masquerading because he was a uh, jazz journalist and reviewer at that point, and I guess he didn't want it being known that he was doing sessions. He was a, an okay jazz pianist. He came from England, uh, set up a number of sessions. Leo Watson was a favorite of his. He used him in 1939 in, as one of his jam band recordings, which we heard on a Pete Brown podcast a while back. Also in the rhythm section, we have Arvin Garrison. Arv Garrison, who recorded with Charlie Parker, was considered one of the early bebop guitar players, along with Marty Kessel. And uh, with Arvin Garrison is his wife, uh, Vivian Gary, on bass. They were a duo for quite a while. And then Harold Doc West on drums. So good little group there. Leo Watson does not play. He just sings on this one. And we're going to hear four tunes. Uh, we're going to hear the old Al Jolson tune, Sunny Boy, which is very much updated here. Then something called the Snake Song, which will 
get you into drums and, and, and snaky territory in there, followed by a, a very untraditional version of Jingle Bells, which uh, has a series of Leo Watson quotes and asides and stream of consciousness scat singing in there, which is very entertaining. And then we're going to finish up with Night and Day, the Cole Porter tune, which was uh, issued under the title Tight and Gay, um, a... Uh, a very camouflage version of the Cole Porter tune. So those are all the Vic Dickinson Quintet with Leo Watson singing for Signature Records in 1946. Then we're going to have a little lanyap, a short version from the Savory Sessions of Honeysuckle Rose. And this was done, I believe, in 1939, but it was uh, featuring the John Kirby uh, sextet with Russell Prokop on alto, Charlie Shavers on trumpet, Buster Bailey on clarinet, Billy Kyle on piano, John Kirby on bass, Ann O'Neill Spencer on drums, and up pops. Leo Watson to sing a couple. As I mentioned, he was in the original version of the sextet when it was a septet or possibly an octet at the time on 52nd Street. Uh, but here he comes in and he does a couple of little eight-bar scat uh, improvisations in between the uh, instrumental passages and some obviously a very spontaneous creation here. So that'll finish us up. So this is Vic Dickinson's quintet with Leo Watson, Sunny Boy, the Snake Song, Jingle Bells, Night and Day, and then with the John Kirby sextet, Honeysuckle Rose, all featuring Leo Watson. When there are I'm all for you, sunny boy. Ba-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-
short version of Honeysuckle Rose, Leo Watson trading eights with members of the John Kirby sextet. Obviously, that was a filler on a radio show just to get them to the last moments of the broadcast. We heard Charlie Shavers on trumpet, started out with Russell Prokop on alto sax, Buster Bailey on clarinet, uh, John Kirby on bass, Billy Kyle on piano, and O'Neill Spencer on drums with some Leo Watson in there for good measure. And the first four tunes we heard in that set were Leo Watson featured with the Vic Dickinson Quintet, recording for Signature on April 7th of 1946 in Los Angeles. Uh, we heard Sonny Boy, Snake Song, which was a thinly disguised version of a Don't Mean a Thing If It Ain't Got That Swing, where he's talking about snakes. Well, again, that stream of consciousness. Very interesting. Jingle Bells then goes into a couple of different tempos, and he gets onto a tangent about Chicago and the snow. Uh, why not? And then following that, we heard his version of Night and Day, which was released as Tight and Gay, all done for Signature Records. Vic Dickinson is quintet with uh, Leonard Feather uh, masquerading as Jelly Roll Lipschitz on piano, Arvin Garrison on guitar, Vivian Gary on bass, and Harold Dock West on drums, all backing up the inimitable Leo Watson on vocals. I hope you enjoyed this program. This is some really interesting jazz that is somewhat uncharacterizable. Of course, he was in the swing era. He came up in the 20s, so he knew uh, that style of jazz, and he was really getting into bebop as well. Uh, his life did not go on much further than that recording session in 1946. He died in 1950, um, still making an occasional recording here and there, but uh, never really hit it big anywhere and wasn't the influence that he probably should have been, although clearly he was respected by his peers. So, you've been listening to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. Where else are you going to hear Leo Watson? And uh, we will have more of Leo Watson coming up uh, when we get to doing a show on the spirits of rhythm, which is in the future. So I hope you're enjoying these programs. If you'd like to sponsor us, please do. Love to have some more members of the family. You have those little buttons on your browser someplace if you'd like to uh, encourage us with money or encouragement otherwise. If you'd like to send me a note on my social media, WolverineJazzBand.net or the Wolverine Jazz Band on Facebook or Instagram. So thank you very much, and I'll see you on the other side.